It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yes, yes, we back Finishing up strong Last month of the Black History Year you know, fresh off of a good Thanksgiving situation. You know, we thriving out <laughs> here in the world. How you feeling, man? I feel great, man. Feel feeling great, feeling good, man. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was cool. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was just us, you know what I'm saying? Our nuclear family. This that's the first time we we've done it like that. No, second time actually. But it was just okay. us at the crib, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I said, we ordered some food, um, uh-huh. you know, added, made, you know, made a couple of dishes to add. Okay. And, you know, just, just chill, you know what I mean? And kicked it. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't nothing crazy. Like, you know, it sounded wild, like, to have to explain a regular mundane day at the yeah. house, you know what I'm saying? It, right. It, it sounds regular, but, you know, it was cool. It was, it was refreshing. You know what I mean? One of them, ah, glad to have a moment to sit down type of things. You know what I mean? Right. No, I hear that. Nah, shit. It's always good. You know, just regular living. Regular living is good. Right. Just as good as extraordinary living. You know right. what I mean? Like, this shit. You know, the thing about regular living, man. And Uh-oh. this is not <laughs> it's something I thought nah, about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Walking go down ahead. the street the other day, I was thinking about this. <clears throat> thing about regular living it's not like a lot of it is not represented in media like you know what i'm saying as mm-hmm. you know for us you know like white people you could see they regular living you know what i mean you could like you could aspire to do their regular shit but that shit don't look like you know what i'm saying they don't look like how you want to do it so when you do it in your regular life you know what i'm saying <clears throat> sometimes it just feels mundane because it's not ah you know every Thanksgiving is supposed to be big family and big this and you know everything show the meal and all that type of stuff, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying when your shit you, like you just might just be like man you know what I just want to be in the presence of the people I ain't even really hungry for real you know what I'm talking about so right it's like there ain't no cool shit to say on Twitter. Well, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no cool picture to take on Instagram. Like, you know what? I don't even really feel like eating. I'm just enjoying the vibe in my own crib with my own people. And I'm good. You know what I mean? It's not represented nowhere. Like, so, like, a lot of times, you know, we may have visions of life and how we want to do shit. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times that's based on what we've seen, what we've, you know what I mean? We saw somebody else doing it. Like, yo, I want to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? But then we, sometimes we have these thoughts of this how I want to do my shit specifically in this particular moment. Or when I get this, I want to I want my shit to be like this. And it might not be something that's popular. You know, it might just be something in your vision. Like, you know what? I just like, you know, we talk about frolic a lot. I just want to go, you know what I'm saying, sit out somewhere and, you know what I mean, read the goddamn funnies and, and kick back, you know, and, and listen to the wind. That shit ain't really, you know what I mean? Ain't no example for that a lot of times. So when you do it, it might feel weird unless you are able to separate your vision from the world and then you'll be able to enjoy your own shit just in your own shit. That's all. Nah, <clears throat> I'm with it. 
I'm with it. I absolutely agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, I was going to ask you. I I mean, I guess there are people that do it. I can't really put my finger on it. I know we mm-hmm. talked about with the whole insecure being black people on a Tuesday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, you know, it would be, you know, like, what is the black version of some Norman Rockwell shit? Like, who does that well? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But to that point, there is so much pressure to be having it. You right. know what I mean? Like, this shit need to be lit. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you can't, nothing could just be chill. Like, even right. <laughs> even chill is like, you got to lean it. You got to really play up the chill. Nah, it was chill. No, no, no. It was chill. Like, yeah. to to just be on some regular shit is really... It's a, it's a, what do they say? It's a, it's a revolutionary act in itself. Right. To say, I'm just going to relax here on the couch. I might fix a plate of some leftovers and I might watch some, you know, comfort television. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing appointment viewing. I might just watch an episode of Law and Order. A repeat at that. Something that I've seen before. Old episode of Martin with mm. no shoes on. I might just be chilling on the couch and to kind of go against the desire to to like, nigga, wait a minute. You got the day off. What the fuck, nigga? Is you on the couch watching Martin from the 90s? Like, there's that type of thing that, like, for real, I have that sometimes. Just every, almost every weekend that it's nice outside, Mm -hmm. I'll find myself saying, damn, son, you can't waste a day. Nigga, it's nice outside. You know, (laughs) because there's there's a part of me that remembers like when I was a kid, and maybe my mom just wanted to have the crib to herself, but she'd be like, you need to get outside. Go ahead. You ain't going to just be in this house. You know what I'm saying? That's That's every black adult. (laughs) <laughs> right You're not just gonna be in here Sitting up around me You need to go outside You a kid You know all of that type of shit mm-hmm. And You like I still feel that sometimes It's one of those things It's like I Back to the You know sometimes Don't pick up the phone Sounding tired You always <laughs> need to be In motion It seems like In line Sometimes you just wanna chill Sometimes outside is cool I might walk around the block A little bit To say I've been outside I was under And even that if I don't do that, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, sometimes you just want to be able to play it easy. Right. And yeah, maybe there's not enough propaganda for that. But we know it exists because right. damn near everybody you see, you say, yo, what's going on? Man, shit. I can't call it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just kicking it. Ain't shit. What you doing over there at the house? Nothing. You know what I mean? If you want to come through, come through. But we ain't doing shit. Like, I hear that more than. Oh, it's popping. When I hear it's popping, it's like that shit almost could give me lightweight anxiety. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Oh, that, that oh, shit. It's popping. All right, what the fuck do I wear? You know what I mean? But anyway, I feel you on that shit. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. It's like when I came and I thought I was doing one of them things that I'd like to do. You know what I'm saying? In New York, especially in New York because it's, it's such a walkable city. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? It's so interesting just to walk. You know what I mean? Like, you could walk the same blocks and see different shit every single time you walk those blocks. But 
sometimes I just like to go for a walk because my mind mm-hmm. works better when my feet is in motion. You know what I'm saying? When my body's in motion, you know. Sometimes it's weird to other people like you going for what? What you going for a walk, nigga? That's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's suspicious, nigga. You know what I mean? So, but I just like to get out and move my move, just move. You know what I'm saying? And see shit and discover shit. You know what I mean? When you when you out in motion, like you discover people, you discover things. You know what I'm saying? You end up at spots that you ain't never been at. And and then you know you end up developing a whole new crew, fucking around, just moving around. Like, oh yeah, I know, yeah, I don't, I don't know his name, but I know him. I see him all the time. He always walking through here. You know what I'm saying? Stopping by. Mm-hmm. Then you you just connect with with your environment. And then like me, I like to connect with the environment for real. So I don't care where I'm, and I you know I ain't no outdoorsy uh, country type connect with the environment. You know I might get there. But I like to get in an urban environment and connect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you know this person over here. You know that person. You know the shop owner over there. You know motherfuckers around the way. You know the niggas on the corner and shit. They don't know your name, but they know, oh, yeah, he he belong around here. You know? So, right. So, you know, I like to connect with the, with the shit. So, you know, and when you're out, you never know what the serendipity may be, you know? And then that's what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? That's what the the bonus. That's like the, aha. That's why you like to get out because shit like this. And you know, hey, I never really seen that. <laughs> like in represented nowhere, a nigga that like to take a walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Walks are reserved for like older people. You know, power walking and shit. But right, <clears throat> I like to leisurely walk. And you know what I'm saying? Just casually stroll through the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's documented enough because it happens. We all know people that walk. You see them people on your walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's obviously it's real. It goes on out there, but it, it's just like um, there isn't much. Uh, media for all of that, or maybe we're not pointing to it. Like I said, if you, even to the listeners, if you got any people that showcase some black Norman Rockwellers, just some black regular Regular. living, yeah, just regular shit, point us in that direction. Who who does it? Who who curates it? And even that is active, curating regular living. But you know, like, who's... (laughs) Who's putting that together? <laughs> uh, now look at that signing somebody. Remember back in the day, like somebody. Sometimes people just want to do shit without. Look, man, don't give me no job. I'm just here to listen. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not motherfucker. This is it. This is my regular living right now, dude. I'm just listening to y'all talk. This is it. I'm right. not about to go out here and take an assignment. I don't work for y'all. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, what's I gonna say though? To that point. Um, yeah, everything don't have to yield anything, too. You know, like, um, you know, that's why I remember, I think I said that on here, or I always had this, I always wanted to do, like, a, I thought it would be interesting to do, like, you know, there's, like, a docu, like, you know, there's all these docu-series about, um, you know, like, these big events, mm-hmm. but I would always, like, I would love to capture the day after. You know what I'm saying? Like, the day after, Jay-Z just goes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. What does he do the day after? 
Like, okay, we get it. We can see the behind the scenes and the motherfucker putting on his tuxedo and, you know, kissing the children, kissing Beyonce, you know, slapping five with Tata, you know, doing all the other shit, going, sitting in the front row, watching the festivities, walking up, grabbing the trophy, saying his speech, all of that shit. Like, that's cool. That, you know, we dig that and that that's appreciated as well. But what happened the next day after all of that big shit or what happens the next day you know, the day after Mike Tyson won the championship for the first time or mm-hmm. Jordan won the championship for the sixth time, what is that next day? What are they doing? Like, what? Because it, it can't match. It's probably not going to match the level of stimulation or the level yeah. of accomplishment of the day before. But... You know, that next day is probably just as much of a treat as the day prior. Well, you know what I mean? Because they was maybe nervous and shit. Like, damn, nigga, I got to, uh, okay, I got the speech, whatever, whatever. Or shit, this is game six. Nigga, I got to bring it home, blase, skip. And after all that shit is done, it's like, nigga, I can't wait till tomorrow to do whatever the fuck they do. But go ahead. Well, you, well, you know them boxers, they be walking around with that big-ass black eye or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Unless they just right. straight dominated the fight. But it, even cats who won still got their face rolled up from fighting, you know what I'm saying? So they might be on yeah. ice chilling somewhere with their sunglasses on in Vegas in the suite, you know? Right. Jordan was icing his knees and his feet and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas is right. like sitting in the ice bath. You know, sitting in a, go ahead. Nah, that was I was just riffing. Go ahead. I just I'm curious what's on the TV though. You know what mm. I mean? Or what's the what's the meal? You know what right. I mean? Like, yo, I need I need some eggs. Oh. I need some you know what I mean? Like oh. what is that? You know, that whole shit. Niggas eating good. You know that they got they got staff. They regular is different. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Okay. Chef, chef gone, you know what I'm saying? Chef it up, you know. Shit, they probably put some sports on on the big screen as they ice bath soak. I mean, you get a lot of you know LeBron show a lot of his life when he you know what I'm saying he uh, win put be sitting in the ice bath watching whatever the next game is for whatever, the next sport. He's just a big sports right. fan, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But you know, for us, shit, ain't no thousands of people. Screaming and you know what I'm saying, millions of people watching. It's just us. So yeah, but you still got big days and regular days. Yeah, my big days. Shit, most of my big days is celebrated by myself because I'm the only one know it was a big day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then the next Mm -hmm. day be shit. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Unless I just take the day and be like, you know what? I don't care if nobody else know, because most of, like, especially when you're entrepreneur and shit, because most of your wins ain't wins to everybody else until you, you know what I'm saying, pop all the way off. And by the time everybody know you pop all the way off, that shit is over and done. By the time you can show that you popped off, you done already celebrated within yourself. It's just like, okay, yep, they see it now. Okay. But most of the times your wins is so small or just like, I remember one time. I had a, you know, it was a, it was it was like a, a strange stretch of roughness, right? And and um, I ain't had no whole lot. And then the dude called me like, "Yo, I hadn't bought no whole bunch of equipment yet, so I just had like some audio stuff because I had the magazine 
And I was doing interviews and shit. So, man hit me like, yo, my man want to um, rent your live. And the live is a mic, you know. I'm like, okay. And then dude came through. He gave me $20 to rent my live for one day. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was such a win to me. Not because it was a whole bunch of money. But it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, nigga, it was an epiphany. Like, wait a minute. Right. If I got equipment and shit like that, I give myself an opportunity to make money any given day on some shit I already paid for. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to do nothing. I'm right. like, Your damn. Resource. Like, that changed my whole perspective on what I was doing because I was out here trying to sell branded content. Nobody really was on it like that yet. And then the people who I thought I could do it with, you know what I'm saying? They ain't really want to do it with me. You know what I'm saying? So they they went and did it with somebody else. And I'm like, I was feeling some type of way. But then that gave me the idea. Like, wait a minute. I could fuck everything up. If I just buy the equipment, then I ain't got to wait on nobody to give me a check to bust no moves. I could bust moves anytime I want. So that shit was like a huge win because it gave me the idea that set me on the right path. And I knew it. You know what I'm saying? I tried to explain that shit to people. They like, nigga, is you crazy? What's wrong with you? Like, how much? $20? But to me, I didn't care because I was like, yo, I got the formula now. I bet. You know what I'm saying? And the first opportunity I got, I went and bought all the shit. And that, that opened up more doors for me. You know what I'm saying? And it actually took me where I had been trying to go with my just my ideas and my, you know what I'm saying, my charisma. It wasn't that that got me in the doors. It was owning the camera that got me in the doors. Cause, you know, everybody, even if if they don't wanna, even if they don't wanna work with you as a director or nothing, people still need the equipment to get it done. You know what I'm saying? And once you're in the mix and they understand your value, then it's like, oh shit, we need to fuck with him. He got this, he got all the shit. We ain't you no know, he ain't no middleman. He ain't just coming with ideas. This nigga can actually get shit done. That shit opened way more doors than any other talking and proposals and, and decks and all that shit. None, you know what I'm saying? None of that shit worked like having the physical equipment to get the job done. And yeah. that shit was a win. And nobody could understand that shit. That's what that's what I mean nah. by shit like that. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's dope. That's dope because you realize the worth that you had in mm-hmm. that moment. You know what I mean? And even if it was just something that only you could savor in your circle, that did something to you know invigorate whatever you were doing. You know, mm-hmm. like um, I remember. Kind of along the same line, not exactly the same lines, but something like a private win or a win before win. Something that kind of gave me a little, uh, a second wind. Mm. I remember when I first started doing comedy, like towards the beginning of my career, and I wasn't really making much money, if at all. You know, I was still doing free shows, maybe, you know, it was the, I take care of you. You know what I mean? I, I might have something for you, that type of thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't at the point where I was demanding uh, payment. You know what I mean? And a lot of that was also on me too. But 
I wasn't seeing a whole lot of visible traction in the world, right? And uh, I think, and I can't particularly point out when it first happened, but as it started happening, I would just be on different lineups with people that were popping. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like the group that I had started with. You know what I mean? Uh, some of those people fell off. Some of those people continued. But it was like amongst the established and beyond, I might have a slot on a show next to names that other people would know. And although maybe I wasn't getting paid, I was in the mix. And I <laughs> knew that, okay, and not maybe not even just who I was on the show with, that was that, but then also certain shows that I'd wanted to be on. Like, there's certain shows that you do, and then there's certain shows that you always want to do because they get a crazy crowd or people come out for this or whatever. And then when you finally on the lineup for something, and it might be nominal or no pay, you know, as somebody within that community, that that was a move. That mm -hmm. was a level up. So it was one of those moments similar to like when you put out the live for $20 and you realize, oh, okay, there's a foothold. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. I feel this. It was one of those things and like everybody may not get it. You know what I'm saying? Because they might not know the, you know, the gravity of the show or even some of these people that you might be on the show with. They may not have broken, broken to the point to where everybody knows, but within that community, that meant something. So it was like one of those little, little private wins, little private celebrations, but it was enough to be like, okay, I'm going to stick with this. Or, you know, like a second win, like I said. So I dig it. I, I feel that, you know. And um, But, uh, you know, back to the, to the day after, though, I do think that there's something interesting it needs to be more propaganda or you know more about just just the mundane shout out to my man chris lambert that's the name of his podcast the mundane festival mm -hmm. well um you know like just the just the everyday shit because every day is a blessing just like the big days them you know regular days count just as much as well you know because it could either be that or nothing mm -hmm. you know so shit yeah uh, Regular days yeah. count, you know what I'm talking about, and <clears throat> and they they count more than 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 people give it give them credit for. And shout out to all the people, you know what I'm saying, out there making little wins. You know what I'm saying every single day that they proud of, they can go home and do their own little jig. Nobody even understand, you know what I'm saying. Like you at your job, you know what I mean. You get some shit done that people thought weren't going to get done. Like, that's a celebration for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you had to know. Mm -hmm. You had to know that those things are important. And and that that you had to take your own internal celebrations. You know what I mean? And 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 go ahead and, and, and ride out with them and, and, and put that wing, that wind under your sail so you could make the next little wind and get yourself off the ground. And... You know, when you when you out here fighting the fight every day, we mostly look at what people don't see. You know what I'm saying? People don't see what we've done or, you know what I'm saying, they don't see what we can do. But 
But the most important thing out of all of it is what you see in yourself. And because you got to do that shit, whether they looking or not, whether they caring or not, you know, just like your heart got to beat your heart beat without nobody's approval. You know what I'm saying? Or, or validation. It just keep going. Right. Sun come up. Nobody shit half motherfuckers ain't even up to see it. But that shit still come up. You know what I'm saying? That's how you got to be. You got to you got to do your shit whether motherfuckers ain't looking, paying attention or they just sleeping on it. You got to do it. That's real shit. Uh so that's what's up. So yeah. Uh you had a cool Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's cool. up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say all that to say Thanksgiving was was chill. Uh, I had a chill Thanksgiving too. It was regular. It was not regular. It was good. It was good. It was you know, just a. It was interesting because, uh, we had a couple deaths in the family. Obviously, my grandmother passed, and then uh, had a cousin. Um, uh, well, a niece passed. So both sides of the family got together, and it was interesting because I was telling a friend of mine, somebody else who had a loss that was doing Thanksgiving, it's interesting to do things that are like glue-based activities without the glue, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so you kind of got to, you got to, take the form of the glue like you gotta still come together you know as a family even if maybe the centerpiece or the matriarch you know what i mean somebody Mm -hmm. of you know somebody's missing there's a void there sometimes there's a there could be a desire to i don't say like you could if you're not careful it's very easy to fall back into a bit of like hopelessness. And maybe that's a little drastic, but it's kind of like, you know, well, we, we would only get together because of this person. Not to we would only get together, but that was one of the main reasons. But it's like it doesn't make you any less of a family because a member is not there. And it actually the gathering will help galvanize the family in the, in the face of this loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, uh, I was happy to, to have Thanksgiving with family, you know, like we missed one last year cause of COVID. Mm-hmm. So it was funny. I was talking to another friend of mine and he was like, yo, I had a good Thanksgiving and I forgot that they be fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because he didn't, you know, because just for the fact that he hadn't had one the year prior, it made him forget about what it meant, you know, to have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And back to the situation, it was very mundane in essence. It was just the gathering of people, you know, a bunch of stories, chopping it up, food. You know, watch a movie or whatever. I'll get into that a little bit. But, you know, it was just the gathering. It was more about the relating. And, you know, just in general, I'm realizing more and more, uh, it's more about the relating than everything else. You know, like, it's more about, 
the relating there rather than where there is. Where mm. the, the setting, the setting is secondary. It's the relationship between the people that you're going to gather with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's that moment. That's that's really what it is. So, um, but all that to say, yeah, I had a I had a good Thanksgiving as well. Like it was it was cool. I actually kind of pushed it a little bit to the edge, eating leftovers till like yesterday, and I finally <laughs> threw some shit out. I was I was I was bugging out. But um <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. You know. Right. Yeah. Right up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one thing that I saw, figured out, like, because during Thanksgiving, one of the things is always like, one of my roles is always like, we always watch a movie or we watch some type of entertainment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was like, the plan was uh, to watch the... Uh, the Kevin Hart joint, True Story, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when I fir- when it first came out, when I first saw the image or whatever, I saw eleven twenty four. I was like, oh, beautiful! It's the day before Thanksgiving. That's what's up. It's a movie. Is I seen Wesley Snipes, Kevin Hart. I'm thinking it's a movie. It's a series. Seven, I think seven episodes or whatever. But I was still like, all right. Now my brother in law watched the shit once it came out. But that and mm-hmm. whatever, we still gonna watch it with the people. Because then at one point it was like, all right, well, then we could pivot and we could watch King Richard. And really what I'm setting this whole thing up to say is what I noticed was it was a lot of big black stars hitting streaming Mm -hmm. this past week or past two weeks between King Richard, you know, the Will Smith um, vehicle about Venus and Serena's pops, Richard Williams. Mm -hmm. Then you had... Kevin Hart, you know, with True Story, him and Wesley Snipes hitting Netflix. Then you had Halle Berry with Bruised hitting Netflix, her directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I think there's somebody else coming. But just those three just right there that you could watch in the house. These are people that, you know, traditional movie stars, Will and Halle definitely. You know what I mean? Kevin as well. But you know, like, Will and Hallie are like legacy. Kev is, he's up there too, but he's kind of newer to that, you know, realm or whatever. But it was just kind of interesting. And um, I didn't watch King Richard yet because uh, for whatever reason, I haven't gotten to it just yet. We wouldn't try to watch it out there, but the whole HBO Max thing was bugging out or whatever. Um, <laughs> so we wound up watching... A lot of like the couple episodes of the, the Kevin Hart true story situation, which I finished up at the crib. Mm-hmm. But um and then I watched Bruised yesterday. And uh I enjoy both. I enjoy both. I don't see did you see any of those? Any of these these situations? I I didn't see the I didn't see any of them. But I did okay. see I I saw the the last which which is a waste. Of the whole series for me, because now it's it's all. But I did see the Kevin Hart last episode because I walked in on it, and then was oh, like, okay. what, the what the hell y'all watching? You know what I'm saying? Then you were like, oh okay. shit, I, I think I missed the real. <laughs> yeah, I probably was supposed right. to come in like this. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I did see it. I, I you know I understood. You know I understand what 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 went on, but. Uh-huh. I didn't get it in its story form. 
Got you, got you, got you, got you. But it was interesting to watch Kevin Hart play a role that's similar to him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times he plays that role. Like, you know, uh-huh. real real house husbands of, of Hollywood, shit like that. And um but it's it's interesting to watch it in a in a way that he is not as you know, he he's he got a dark side, you know what I'm saying? It's interesting right. to, to see him with a dark side. Yeah, yeah. Now it was it was interesting. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um if you saw it from the beginning, see I saw it from the beginning and like from episode one, mm-hmm. I was like, story-wise, I was with it, but I was a little frustrated from the door because I felt like he didn't do his due diligence, and had he done his, without spoiling it, and had he done his due diligence, a lot of this whole shit could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And from the door, I was like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, he fucked up. He should have done this. <laughs> and... And I was like, throughout the whole shit, I was like, nah, I just, I already know what I feel is true. And he shouldn't have done what, he shouldn't have moved hastily the way he did. And he had just doubled back and maybe, you know, again, I don't want to give the plot away. But if he had just doubled back and been just a little bit more diligent, all of this shit could have gone, you know what I mean? We could have, we could have saved Six hours, but obviously it's a movie, so you gotta go in the, you know what I mean. So, but when at the end, when you find out what you found out, you're like, see, this is what I'm talking about. But overall, back to your point, yeah, it was good to see him do some dark shit, some real like kind of meta take of his life. You know what I mean? Like that was cool, and then it was just another reminder of how ill Wesley Snipes is as an actor. Mm. You know, like I feel like you know it was been a minute. And um, I think the last time I seen him prior to, like, coming to America, which he was funny in, um, but, like, he was hilarious in Dolomite. But this, he got to get back on his dramatic side of things. And myself, I'm just speaking for me, mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know if he went away. I think he was in jail for a little bit, but he was away for a while. And, you know, like, Wesley was the man at one point. Like, he was that guy. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of was quiet for a while, career-wise. So you could kind of forget, or I could kind of forget, the extent to his ability. Like, he got busy on this shit. Like, he really, like, he, he you know, I don't say he carried it, because Kev did his thing, too. But he definitely added a level of, like, um... He made it, he tempered that shit to mm-hmm. where, like, sometimes it's kind of hard to really believe comedians when they try to go dramatic. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's still, you so used to their default being funny that it could kind of take you out. You know what I mean? But, like, with Wesley there, it just, it just kind of evened the whole thing out and kind of, it made it, like, it made it stick a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. You need you need that. You need that gravitas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Wesley. right. Wesley is, you know what I mean? He do, he, he's who he is. You know what I'm saying? He had to go to prison yeah. for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Career, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Took a little dip, you know? But yep. he still got the, the skills. You know what I'm saying? Classically. So, yeah. you know. Anytime you got somebody that's on the screen like that that can hold it down for anybody else on the in the picture that you know might not be on that level, 
You know what I'm saying? You got right. a gym. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, again, I ain't see the whole shit. But mm-hmm. the part that I dis- did see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did play his, he played his part, you know? But, yeah. you know, he he did his thing in Dolomite. It wasn't, you know, like a character that you would, it was a beloved character. But if you look at the, the execution, he played that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he killed it. He was hilarious in that. You know what I'm saying? Too. So, yeah, no, he, yeah. <laughs> he ain't no joke. Mm-mm. He's a problem. Uh, and then I watched Bruised. I just real quick. Because I wanted to talk about Halle Berry a couple weeks ago. Just I was paying attention to just how she was moving in the social media realm. And just like, you know, like particularly her co-mingling with a lot of the... Um, the women rappers, mm-hmm. you know, like how she was dealing with, you know, her legacy and her relevance and like her her relation to the new generation of particularly women rappers coming up. Like she was really embracing them and like whether it's like, you know, doing videos with Young and May or mm-hmm. on Halloween, she did this little skit with Sweetie where they both kind of played the cat woman type of thing and she's like passing a torch to her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was just, it was kind of cool. You know, I always be paying attention to when I see these people that are like, you know, of note and been around for a long time. How do they deal with the the generational gap and how do they, you know what I mean? Like how do they... Uh, the generational shift. The generational shift and all of that. How do they... Because some people don't know how to 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 surf that you know what i mean sometimes that wave could just be a little too too turbulent and they they'll drown out there mm-hmm. other people they they get into it they surf it nice and she's out there getting to it so i was i just wanted to speak to that at one point just a couple of weeks ago but then you know a lot of this was the lead up to the bruised film and this was her directorial debut and uh you know, Halle could be hit or miss sometimes as far as acting goes. You know what I mean? Like, if we being honest, uh, I fuck with her, but sometimes some roles are better than others. So you never, you never really know. But I like this one. Like, this was a good, this was a good movie. It was uh, just for the fact that she directed it, she acted in it, and she's playing an MMA fighter. So it's like physical. Like, you know, she out here grappling. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things on a plate so there's that it's super well casted um it's a good story it's told well it's good it's got good pacing i think especially like you know with those type of movies where it gets down to a fight you know like you like i tell by how invested i am by like how engaged and how loud I am when I'm on the couch, like rooting. You know what I mean? Like it was a little <laughs> bit of a, like a, a black woman Rocky type mm-hmm. of situation, you know. And then turn to find out that in the midst of all of this, she says she broke two ribs. Damn. She broke two ribs while she was doing the shit, and she didn't tell nobody because she felt as though if she had to stop down, it would be a chance that they might not be able to regain the momentum and get the film, you know, the film to go again, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother deeper conversation I was having earlier. Cause she also said in a, you know, about the fact that just this, 
this feat of getting this 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 movie sold and made and all of that it was tough for even as an Oscar award winning actress mm-hmm. you know she was like I'm a black woman before I'm Halle Berry mm-hmm. and you know while I get that it's a testament to the mind fuck of the industry to where a A-list actor with an Oscar is still reluctant to leverage their power but anyway Turns out the shit went well. I think it came in number one. She just got another multi-picture deal with Netflix. So it's a super win. Mm-hmm. But it's worth watching. Bruised is good. And I appreciate it. I thought it was really good. So, you know, salute to Halle Berry. That's that's a big look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. I, I, I think, though, a lot of that, you know, it is difficult to get a movie done. So I understand that she probably has some pains trying to get it done. But, uh, you know, I think some of it is just, you know, you know, for the, listen, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> go difficult. Ahead, go it speak. was difficult. Like she was saying, yeah. she was saying like, this was an indie movie, you know, and some days I didn't know if I was going to be able to afford to get it done. I'm like, what? I like your Halle Berry impression. Keep going. I like, I like, <laughs> like wait, wait a minute now. You like, huh? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might not be able to afford to get it done with the money that they gave you. But you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you could go, you know, put, put it on one of your cards, one of your black cards and shit, and get the shit done. Like, you know, like how niggas in the wild be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the wild. And you're not Halle Berry, and you don't have Halle Berry richness, and you don't have nobody a Netflix behind you. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, put it on the card, and and pray about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, you know, I, I like that she she did it. I like that she <laughs> stepped out there and and had a directorial debut and and took the chances and stretched herself artistically into an action type of you know fighter. But I think she was trying to really lay into the I'm an independent filmmaker, you know what I'm saying, right. lane, which is like, come on, now. you're a little different <laughs> than a regular indie now. So uh, let's, 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 let's not pretend <laughs> you couldn't get this movie done if you wanted to get it done. Let's not co-opt the struggle, is what you're saying? I, I ain't saying she co-opted in the struggle, but she walking next to it in stride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like, motherfucker walking like they walking with you, but they really not with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they right. gonna walk because they trying to get in the club. And you like, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that goes such and such now. They, oh, they gonna get in. Let me let's walk with the crowd and try to right. slide right. in before security call the last man. No, that's my last man in the red hoodie. You know what I'm saying? You need right. to be you need to be beyond by the time he called the last man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's what she doing. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, they run. <laughs> let me let me slide on in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me get in that. Get in that mix for the for the uh, for your consideration mix. But you know what I mean? Let go ahead. But if I'm considering it, that's a genius, though. You know what I'm saying? Because how do <laughs> you know for real? How do you how do you you know what I'm saying? How do you take control of the narrative if you're right. Halle Berry? You know what I'm saying? You done won an Oscar. You done did all what you could do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, you you're 50 something years old, you're still beautiful. Nobody ain't giving you the, 
You know what I'm saying? They not giving you that look like, oh, Hallie, get out of here. You can do whatever you want. But you like, nah, I want to do this. And it ain't really, you know what I'm saying? They ain't just giving out these jobs like that. So mm. I thought it's genius as a as a um a switch the narrative. You know what I mean? Like it was a stretch in my eyes, but it was one successful movie. Now all of those stories about not almost not finishing the movie and I broke two ribs and kept going because I didn't know if I can keep the movie going and managing mm. that process. Now all of that comes into play because it was successful. You know what I'm saying? So now it has worked. And, you know, again, she already got new deals. You know? Yeah. So salute. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, shit, I might be looking for a way to walk next to the, you know what I'm saying, at some point. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Directors direct. Right, she directed, directed direct. that that narrative. Yeah, yeah. She she she. You know, she 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 played it. You know what I mean? And this, and now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm talking my shit. But that shit worked. <laughs> yeah, pulled off. It, it was it was a win. A you know multi picture deal coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck, I'm talking about. <laughs> she ain't gonna have to use that ever again. But hilarious. It. You know, you use it and it works. You know what I'm saying? Now you're on the other side of it. Now you're a filmmaker and not just a Hollywood star. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, nah, it's in the game. Because you can make films yeah. forever. You know what I'm saying? Look at Scorsese. As long as you got, you know what I'm saying, ideas, you can make films forever. They might age you out as, a, as an actor, but... I think it was, you know, it's genius that she, one, you go MMA. That automatically takes 10 years off your life as far as <laughs> your perceived age. You know what I'm saying? Nobody perceiving nobody in the 50s doing no MMA. So That's that already point. cut. All right, boom. That puts you at 35, 40. Tops. Then you're an independent filmmaker that's struggling to get your movie off the ground. I bet you you checking off all the boxes of of, of you know the struggle, mm -hmm. the fledgling, yeah, the, yeah. the fledgling, the upstart energy. Mm -hmm. So now, shit, you're you're a whole new motherfucker. You you reinvented yourself, right? So. All that shit that I talked in the first three minutes of what I was talking. <laughs> don't forget it, but fuck it. Because, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit, this is genius strategy. Right, right. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, man. See, so out there, getting to it. I tell you this, that la that little end title card where it said directed by Halle Berry, that shit, that put it all into context. You, It was definitely effective. It was definitely a new look, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, okay. Right. And she knew this. she was going to get that, but was yeah. she going to be able to get there and people really care? Or, mm -hmm. The respect. Or, or people going to think she got it because she's Halle Berry. You know what I mean? Right. And for her to take control of that narrative, that that that's the part. Right. Because you're going to do it regardless. You're going to get there, but uh -huh. how they perceive you getting there. Is 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 the question? Uh, we should have Hallie on the show to kind of 
speak back to some of that shit that you said. Yeah, just call her, you know what I'm saying, and, and play it for her, right. and, and, you know, I'm sure she'll do it All for right. you. Fair enough. You're right. You're right. True indeed. True indeed. You know, we'll see. I mean, it was tough getting this this podcast made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It was tough, dog. It was tough. Niggas almost, like, almost ran out of money. Nigga did, did run out of money. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times. Ah, uh, yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, dude, what else is going on, man? What's bothering with you? Oh, uh, man, everything good. This little halfway COVID cough still trying to ease oh, its way shit. back into yeah, the that show. Shit. That shit is lingering. You a, you a long hauler without COVID. This nigga got all of the, oh, shit. But, hey, yeah, but that's so, what people yeah, don't yeah. understand about COVID, man. COVID is tricky. COVID is tricky. It'll leave you with some shit that change your whole oh, little yeah. make, change your makeup, but I ain't gonna go there. Yeah, no, nah, it's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot. A lot of side effects and remnants and collateral damage from COVID. I, I see something new every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, it, you know, you don't, you don't know because we're still developing. You don't know if it's, blame it on the COVID or if it would have happened anyway. Who knows? Nah, that, but, shit, um, that should be some random yeah. shit, dog. Right, randomly. Uh yeah, man. Uh shit. But you know, speaking of which, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like, you know, we we lost uh, Virgil Abloh this week, which was yeah, that was it was shocking. You know, sudden. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, it's just shocking. It, it it's like you know, what I'm saying it's one of them, like when you're young like that, you don't that ain't even. On the table, like you know, what I'm saying, unless it's like you know, accident. He wasn't like a gangbanger or nothing, so it'd be like you know, you, you know, plane crash or something, you know. But not like damn, you know, just like with Chadwick Boseman, it was like it was like suddenly. But yeah. uh, you know, um, now you know, I didn't, I didn't own a lot of his stuff, but I understood his impact. I actually I didn't own any any of his stuff. But I understood his impact. I just never could, you know, wrap my mind around spending the bread to get it. But yeah. the impact was like, okay, yeah, he did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to let him have it. Like, shit, he, he, he did that all the way. I mean, every step of the way, you know what I'm saying? Even with, with Pyrex Vision. I was like, wow, they came out with a Pyrex line and got that shit off. That was, yeah. that was yeah. bold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Had that shit in Barney's. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly. that's some shit you'll put on a t shirt and don't never and don't never go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like right. with a regular, you know, in, in a regular person's world, I don't put Pyrex vision on the shirt, nigga. Yeah, nigga, the hood gonna love this. Mm-hmm. And that shit don't go nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the way they flipped it and made the the opposite of the hood love it. That was like okay, these niggas on something different, you know. And to watch it grow and watch it go the way it went, you know, you got to one get a man his props. You know what I mean? You got to one give him his props, and and you know to to come to a point now that you get all the way to the top and then you're not you're no longer here. It's like, damn, what is that impact? Like, you know what I mean? What 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 happens now? Like, you know, 
It's not like, all right, you move somebody in that seat and then they, de- they done did it. It's like, what comes from that? Hello? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. I mean, that's a, that's a question. I think <clears throat> it's interesting. Well, I do think that he inspires so many. So we'll see what the effects of the inspiration will be. Um, but just in overall, one, it was so sudden. Like, it was, you know, when the news came out, like, everything was so final, right? It was done. It was, you know, we regret to inform you type of thing. Like, it wasn't, uh, he's sick or whatever, whatever. It's like, you know, if you're reading this, it's too late type shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it was over. You know what I mean? It was just that sudden. It was that fast. It was similar, like, in a way, I mean, yeah, Chadwick, you know what I'm saying? Not as uh, dramatic as Kobe, but like just so stunning. I think Kobe was 41. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think Chadwick might have been 43 or 4. I'm not sure. But it was like the thing about Virgil was... From my own look at it, um, it was like, damn, he was he was super creative. So much so, like, it became so outsized that it almost was like, you know, like, uh, it was bigger than life in a way, like a concept in a way. Like, it was kind of like, you know, like what you just said, for Pyrex Vision to to kind of break into the mainstream or whatever, like for people that probably totally missed the reference of it all, like he was executing on so many different levels that it was, it was just, it just was something to see. It was like a spectacle on a certain level, like you know, like not take anything away from the talent because that was there, but it just became like he was doing so many different things so fast. Like if you look at the window that he was active with, he did a lot in just a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. you know, um, considering, you know, relatively a small, a small window. He did all types of things, whether it's, you know, all of the stuff that he did with Nike and, you know, all of the, you know, the, the, the stuff that he did with his labels, Pyrex, Off-White, the DJ and the, you know, the uh, exhibits on his work, the, mm-hmm. um, the, the bends, the, the plane for Drake, the, you know, like just all type, the Ikea shit, like just all types of, it's like his creativity knew no bounds. It was like he got hot and really ran with that shit, mm-hmm. you know, and... It was, you know, there could be critique about, you know, like any artist is going to be critique about his work, which is, that's all in bounds. And then there might have been even critique about him as a person. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, that that's neither here nor there. But, like, it was like, it was so, he was so prolific that, you know, certain people just don't even expect like I said, it's so sudden, but it was just like one of these people like, 
he just kind of he was just in the world like he was he had his corner of the world it was almost like a um damn near like his own industry of sorts like you know he was doing him off white and what Virgil was going to do he was always going to have his take on the culture and have his take on fashion and it was always like it was one of these things that was starting to become part of the establishment but mm-hmm. at the same time while it was part of the establishment it was super inspirational to people on the outside of it you mm-hmm. know because he definitely you know had his his roots in streetwear you know he definitely did a lot of nods to like graffiti culture he definitely you know was of the culture you know what i mean even as far as he ascended you know he he stay, he seemed to always still kind of like uh make a nod back to no, 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 no. I know what it is. You know, like, look, I'm over here at Louis. I'm going to do some official Louis Air Force Ones, you know, because there was the the Fugazi ones that came out and had people going crazy. But now nah, I'm going to fuck with this real Louis leather and I'm going to make some Air Force Ones out of this shit. I'm going to fuck around and make some skateboard shit out of this. I'm going to make a Louis bag that fits the skateboard, like to all of the subcultures that... He was connected to, he was using his access to to still rep for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, he always seemed like in the midst of it all, uh, one thing that I respected, you know, um, was he seemed to be very transparent and very like... Um, uh, Uh, what's the word like he was he was definitely one of these people that was open with the information Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't like you know like he had that i think it was called free game like there's a lot of stuff i know he put out like this he had a website he had like this youtube series where he would say this is how you do this and it'd be like regular like real elementary on elementary but like very 101 like this is how you get shirts made this is how you do it. Like, you know, everything mm-hmm. to kind of, if you are looking for some information and an access point, he was providing as much as it, as he could while at the same time serving as inspiration with what he was able to do on some of the highest levels in the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> you know, it was good to see so many people, you know, like, um, speak highly of them and, and, and say that they were inspired and all of that, which is really dope. I will say this one thing, and this don't got nothing to do with Virgil specifically, but I'm not really feeling the trend of when people die that we pulling out the text messages. Oh. I, you know what I mean? I, I think it's a little tacky. I don't, I don't know, man. Look, I, I look, I, everybody want to pull the photo out. That's fine. But, like, if we was texted, I feel like that shit was in confidence. Unless I say in the text, hey, yo, listen, when I die, make sure you publish <laughs> these last four lines. Don't don't put the shit out there where I'm talking about the hoes. And don't put out the shit where I call you a talentless hack. Don't put that shit out there because that's going to make me look bad. But this part where I'm saying, yo, peace, peace, you know what I'm saying? It was good to break bread with you. You could use that on the gram. Like, I feel like that shit is, like... 
it's almost a bridge too far. It's some new, it's the new, so you know, it's the new Instagram way. That shit be looking so weird to me, man. I'm trying not to even make a super du- a super duper judge. I already called the tacky. I just don't fuck with it. I'm like, what is what the fuck is this? Why are we doing that? Like, words. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I get it. You corresponded. All right. right. Especially when them shits be dumb old. When them shits right. be from 2016. you like, yo, nigga, we, you know me, we used to always build. And it was fucking, fucking 727, 2017, 2015. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that still stands. That might have expired like Sky Miles. But anyway. Oh, and no, people just want to be... Attached to Connected. the moment, you know what I'm saying. I knew him. I get it. You know what I'm saying. I knew him in a way where he he called my phone, or I can text his phone. I get you know? it. But I get it. I'm a cynic. I mean, I mean, I get kind of funny when you when you even when you pull out the pictures. You know what I'm saying. Not even in uh-huh. depth, like you know what I'm saying. It's such and such birthday, don't. But the only reason you're gonna say it because you got a picture with the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like. Right, you know, I I get it, you know what I'm saying. I've done it, but it Mm -hmm. it always still feels weird, you know what I'm saying. Like, really, now would I do this if I didn't have this picture? Right, you know what I'm saying. Like, am I doing it just because I got this picture now, and I'm, you know, everybody gonna see me in this picture, and I'm saying happy birthday Mm -hmm. to this person? You know what I mean? It's it's weird, you know. It's Mm -hmm. weird, like you know, tricking the algorithm. Right, yeah. I ain't even say happy birthday to this motherfucker personally today. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm post this picture. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that stops yeah. me 99, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've probably done it once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with people yeah. I know that I talk to, I still feel like, hey, you know, it's kind of weird, you know? Because everybody yeah, else doing that. it, you know? Yeah. Nah, as a rule, and I've fucked up a couple times, sure, but like, more often than not, like if I fuck with you, if it's your birthday, you're going to hear from me before I do some social media shit. You know what I'm saying? And more often than not, I'm going to try to call you. Mm-hmm. If, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to try to speak to you so we can hear each other's voice and all of that shit. And if that fails, there'll be a text situation and maybe it'll be some old social media. I'm not even really the big da 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 type of shit because it just, ah, that, that's not my vibe. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I you know, I'm like that I I've already made my peace with all of that. That's that's just part of that culture. It is what it is. That's that that you can't even fight that no more. But I feel like there's still a little time to, to have a pushback in the in the personal text category. It's a little much. It's a little thirsty <laughs> in my mind. In my mind. But anyway, fuck it. Go ahead and do it, do it, do it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. You know, who knows? There's no clout court, you know what I'm saying, to, to take nobody to. So go ahead and do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? I'm, you know. <sighs> anyway. But yeah, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. There's no clout court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> Your honor, he ain't really fuck with me like that. I just wanna I just wanna present some some uh some articles that show. Mm-hmm. Anyway. First of all, uh, can you yeah, yeah, please yeah. delete that from his timeline? Get it out the algorithm. Right. right. That is a foul. Seven on years. The right. Seven years have passed. That shit gotta come off like a credit score. 
That shit, nah, you can't use that. Can't use that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, rest in peace to Virgil, though. That that was a huge loss, uh, you know, and um, you know, uh, it's it's crazy, man, because you know, um, you know, Dolph, you know, what I'm saying week before, two weeks before, whatever, Virgil. Mm -hmm. And again, I wasn't, you know, I didn't collect Virgil stuff. I didn't know him personally. I didn't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I just came into him when he, you know, started blowing up. And I knew he was part mm -hmm. of the zeitgeist. And, you know, was, and really the, the thing that would impress me, not impress me about him, but the thing that, that I felt was really important about what he was doing was that he came out of that Chicago arts movement, you know what I'm saying? And which doesn't mm -hmm. get a lot of love, you know what I mean? Like outwardly, mm -hmm. but they get a lot of love in real life. Like it's a lot of cats doing shit. You know what I mean? Like on on their own strength and and building to where they they partner with brands and shit like that. But you know, people look at you know places like Atlanta and New York and you know L A. Right. for that type of stuff. But these cats are making some real global impact on shit. You know what I mean? And setting trends in ways that they don't get a whole lot of credit for. So to see him come mm -hmm. out of that little that little group and and take it all away and you know to to have done it with Kanye the hometown hero you know what I'm saying it's like it's one of those things where like they stuck together well at least they they came together and created this thing and it and it got all the way to the top you know what I'm saying which is like damn that's that's what's up you know so I respected that from that way but you know you got all these guys you know what I'm saying that's dying young and shit like that. And then, you know, like I said last week, Dolph wife, Dolph girlfriend, wife, whatever, got the thing that black men deserve to die old. And then you realize mm -hmm. that you're one of them old black men and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, oh, I'm not done yet, but <laughs> you of that, black people, you, you of that age that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> niggas right. ain't really expect you to get here. Like, nobody talks about, okay, this nigga made it to, okay, he made it to the other side of this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Old Betty White ass nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, you, you, like, what, 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 like, is it, do you have a responsibility to show you, show that it's life after being young? You know what I'm saying? Cause like I was talking about this with um with my man Sonny who listens to the pod, right? And Sonny Sonny Ali? Um, yeah, and Sonny he just got an accident this weekend. Yeah, man. Salute to that man. He survived. I saw that, man. Yeah, yeah. he survived yeah. and he said, you know, it, he was in the and driving down the road, listening to a podcast and got, you know, next thing he know he was in a in a blender. Then it turns out he was listening to the conversation, which was which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. that was his moment. He didn't. He came out of the unscathed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's a cat from my neighborhood. I didn't know him in my neighborhood, but he's a cat from my neighborhood. And you know, mm. he's making it to the other side of this shit. Live to die another day. And then, but you, you you're thinking like, okay, damn, I've made it out to the other side and shit, like. Is it your responsibility to show that it's life? You know what I'm saying? On the other side, that, like, nigga, you ain't got to think you got to die at 25 in order for, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing about it, Sonny posted this post, and it was, uh, it was, it was a,
cat at the basketball game, young cat, teenager. And he was coming around the court. And, you know, the cheerleaders, I guess, from the opposite school was standing right there. And when the video comes in, he's he had given his phone to one of the cheerleaders and was waiting. And she was, oh, she was typing a number. And, and then, you know, she yeah. gave the phone back. And then he was like, you know, it was playing like I'm the man song in the background. Like, mm-hmm. I almost forgot that that thing existed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Be- not yeah. just because I'm old, because with black people and like you just like I say you never you don't see it you know what I'm saying you don't see it nowhere you know what I mean it's like the way we portray is like you're young and then you're dead you know what I mean like we don't have that coming of age moment where it's like all of those things like that where it feel good to get a girl number and shit a cheerleader from the other school nonetheless like that's like you done won a championship that night speaking of good days you know what I'm saying speaking of winning like mm-hmm. At 16, nigga, you hit the jackpot. Like, shit, <laughs> I pulled the cheerleader from the other school. Like, psh, you back up off yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> he, he walked into the celebration of his homies. It was the, right. it was like, yeah, that he looked like Dame Lillard. Right. When he caught that shot. Yeah, that was official. Keep going, though. Right, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like moments like that that you don't see in black culture that, like, it's never like the girl next door movie for us. You know what I mean? It's like you either little kids or you in a strip club, you know? And and so I appreciated that moment, but it got me thinking, like, damn, you done lived past that moment and you, you've reached a place where the media don't really suggest that you exist. It's, except for Denzel, you know what I'm saying? Like, other than Samuel Jackson, like, other than that, it's like you either young or that's it. Or you're dead. And that's a hard, like, it's not hard, but it's like, it's like, damn, how do you change that? You know what I'm saying? Especially now that you're on the other side of it. And it, and it's and it's not because it makes me feel invisible because I don't feel invisible. But I feel like it's an invisible space to people that's young or, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's on the rise. Like, you know, like, damn. How does it feel to be like a granddaddy and shit? You know what I mean? Because in my mind, as even as a teenager, I thought about that. I kind of set my shit up to go backwards from there. But how do you put that out in the world that, that it, you know, you could celebrate that shit too. You could celebrate, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that just got, they the OG for real that, that made it and just chilling. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the old black man. Like they I like old black men don't exist. But that's my little soul bumps. Mm. So what you gonna do about that, old black man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean what you would keep you, living, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep yeah, living yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And making sure that, you know, others are able to experience my living. I don't know what that means. I'm not trying to, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, be a old man TikTok star, no shit like that, but Whatever, how, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? whatever that means and however that can be accomplished, achieved, you know what I'm saying? I just want to play my little part in that. Right. I hear that. <laughs> nah, man. What's up? You out there. You you know what I mean? You you inspiration to motherfuckers that like, no, it was it's a big deal. To get to 50 is a big deal. To get to 40 is a big deal. To get to 30 is a big deal. Sadly. Right. You know? Um, and I think people need to 
hear more about it and what like what are some of the steps it's almost like how people talking about financial literacy you know and i might even have to kind of push back a little bit on the documenting of black life Mm-hmm. I do feel like with the rise of social media, the rise, like this shit just happened 16 months ago, with social media, like we see so much black life that may not have been greenlit by Hollywood years prior, but that could just be so steeped in nuance and shorthand and just if you get the reference, you get the reference type shit. Mm-hmm. Like on all of these platforms, even just that that moment, like, you know, it's a glimpse, but like that little moment, like you said, that little my man getting the number, walking away, that was like some Wonder Years shit. I haven't right. seen the Black Wonder Years yet, but like that, it's out there for us to find. Like, you know, it's not... It's it's better than it has been. You right. know what I'm saying? It's and, better than it has been. And and oh, not that man. it's it's always out there for you to find. You could go to different hoods. You could go visit people. You could take a walk. You could do all that shit and discover a lot of this shit. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the in the collective consciousness of of mainstream media and what you see. Just like when we was coming up, right? We was coming mm-hmm. up, TV was all white. Except for like the Jeffersons, you know, Fred Sanford, different strokes and shit. You know, like little glimpses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we knew white culture. You know what I'm saying? It was Fast mm-hmm. Times at Ridgemont High. It was The Breakfast Club. It was, you know what I'm saying, Brooke Shields and Molly Ringwald and all. You know what I mean? We knew. We knew like their everyday ass, mundane, you know what I'm saying? Weird science shit. You know? But... Even now when we have as much representation as we have, we haven't gotten to the point where our regular ass, you know, mundane things get that kind of storytelling, you know, on a on a big mm-hmm. stage, you know. And not saying that it, we have to wait for the big stage because we don't. We, we've been doing this a long time. Like I said, you can get it in your own community. But when it comes to how the world perceives all of that matters, you know what I mean? Because it's not just us. Like I could, I could figure out how to do it. Like I say, I like taking walks. And I like seeing the regular ass shit. But who's curating that shit every day for themselves? You know what I mean? People doing their regular life, and mm. and they taking what's what's given to the algorithm. And sometimes you might miss some of the mundane because your algorithm might be something else. Sometimes, you know, you you might be in your real life. Your real life algorithm could be. So caught up in one circle and you know what I'm saying? You wake up and repeat, wake up and repeat, wake up and repeat that you never step out of the circle. You see the same shit over and over. So, but you click on the TV and be transported in a whole different place, but none of it really relates to your shit. So you just think it can't happen to you. That's all I'm saying. It's, you know, it exists. All this shit exists. Just like music. Everybody talk about rap and rap is this, you know, it's, all kind of rap for anybody. If you go find it, you know, the SoundCloud and the iTunes is filled with shit that, you know, for any demo, any type of shit you're looking for, it's out there. But what's being served to you is the same 10, 15 cats. Or, you know what I'm mm. saying? And, and, and four or five women. So, mm. you know, that's what you feel, feel like it is. 
And that's what it essentially ends up being. I, I look, I don't know. I can't speak for white people, right? Because <laughs> you know, but I, I know some white people. And I watch. I'll be paying attention to what's going on in the world sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And similarly to how you were saying, like in the eighties, and you know, even prior to that or whatever, like there, um, we knew white shit. You know, or at least what we knew it was presented with. We knew the John Hughes films and, you know, you knew Mr. Drummond and, you know what I'm saying? And you mm-hmm. knew whatever, was, you know, whatever white wealth was via Robin Leach or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, you've seen a lot of white living. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays, again, I can't speak with white folks, but I'm peeping. I think white people are seeing a lot of black living. Now, they ain't seeing it all. They don't know what it is to be black, but they getting a bigger glimpse than what they were, right. you know, especially when I see how black culture drives so much of pop culture, mainstream culture. Now, a lot of that shit sometimes could get co-opted with no real reference or regard or whatever, you know, and that that's, that's a whole nother story, but... I would be bugging to think that motherfuckers ain't paying attention, especially now with all of this shit that's being served up in ways that, again, like TV isn't even what TV was back in the day where it was only like five channels. Now shit is so segmented that TV is damn near like Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's just who you follow. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, you know, I just say like I, I, I see it out there. Like I see it out there and maybe, again, like... Uh, maybe it's also who I follow, you know what I mean? But like, I feel like we out there a lot, you know? Yeah, but, but go ahead. But, nah, I ain't gonna cut y'all. Well, nah, 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 because I was gonna shift to something related, but go ahead. Nah, yeah, before your, you your shift. Point. Yeah, we are out there. I'm telling you, it ain't that we're not out there, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of one kind of thing. It's a, and it's, it's, it's in speckles of different shit, but it's a lot of either. This or that, but so it's it's not a you not you still not getting that representation of how we got that shit, you know. What I mean? And I'm not saying that it it ever get there, and I'm not saying it's even their fucking responsibility, you know what I mean? Because and like I know you're a curator, and I know you like to put together the shit you like to see, right? Everybody mm-hmm. everybody's not like that, you know. what I'm saying again, even even in curation. The hot shit still gonna be, you know, within them twenty people. You know what I'm saying? And that that hot shit gonna be based off of that particular style that those twenty people fucking with. You know what I mean? And and that's gonna be that. That's that's black shit to everybody else. When you know they're and I'm not saying again that is their responsibility. It's just that mm-hmm. um, when you 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 notice that okay, boom for things to kind of change, right? Cuz we they've been mm-hmm. running the same kind of characters of black people mm-hmm. for quite some time. But for things to kind of change in a lot of ways and for, you know, the world to kind of change their views on who we are as a people. Some of the regular ass shit just need to be seen. That's all. I'm not saying it's like cuz what we get a lot of times is oh, this niggas is super this, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's thugged out or or bugged out or you know what I'm saying, dripped out. 
all that is the super nigga shit on one end, and then you got the super nigga on the other. Like whether you, you know what I'm saying? The super basketball player, super football player, super strong, super fast, jump super high. Then in the middle, it's not a whole lot. You know what I mean? You yeah, you do have motions. You got you got the shy. You got you know insecure. You got steps being made, but it's like to put into our collective conscious on every level is to keep pushing our own lifestyles and our own visions and our own narratives, whether that's on the gram, TikTok, however, across the board. And that's all. I'm not saying that it's that anything is perfect or anything is fucked up. I'm just this is just my observation on shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And got it. And I'm not saying that I sit here and just accept it and I only watch I only watch the Migos and them over and over and over. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cuz that's not true. You know what I'm saying? I take inspiration from all over. You know? Right. But um and again, let's like I put it like this, right? I go to the bookstore, right? And I just started going back after the pandemic. And for years, you know what I'm saying? It's very you see very few black people on the cover of magazines. You know what I'm saying? Outside the black magazines. Mm-hmm. Now you go to bookstores, it's, it's quite a bit of representation across the board. You know what I'm saying? As far as covers, like, okay, boom, you know, just covers all, you know, we, we, we getting a little representation. You might flip through the pages and see different kinds of people. Like, I read Architectural Digest, right? When I'm in the bookstore. Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. they got Swiss Beats on the cover. Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. And uh, mm-hmm. Loga, uh, Lola um, Akatun. Uh, shit, I'm not gonna fuck her. Oganaki. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Lola. Yeah. I know Lola. So the writer or yeah, the writer. Yeah, she wrote the yeah, article. Yeah, Oganaki. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and she wrote the article. And right. this is the first time I read Architectural Digest and felt mm. a part of it, and not that I was on the outside looking into some world that you know what I'm saying was far, far away from me. You know, right? Because usually right. it could be somebody, it could be somebody's house in Brooklyn, like Park Slope, which is right down mm-hmm. the street. You know what I mean? But the way they write it and the way they put it, it's like, uh, nah, this nigga, this ain't for you, blood. You know what I mean? This shit. You know what I mean? Right. This ain't right. for The way they they talk about it is like, you know, yes, and they have this uh, fourth century mm-hmm. wooden chair from the blah, 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 that they acquired from, from you know, Portugal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dang, right. that shit crazy. Niggas went all the way to Portugal to get a chair because it was made out of certain wood that they was native to their town when they grew up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And they'd be like, damn, that's crazy. But then when you was reading the Swiss one, she wrote it with more care and it was more than just about their possessions. And it was more about who they were and how they lived in the space and how they made the space their own, how they even came to have the space. I didn't know that... You know what I'm saying? Swiss had the shit as a screensaver for eight years before they got that house. The mm-hmm. Iron Man house, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. the Razor house, which which okay. is rumored to be in, inspire the um, Iron Man house. Got it. So, you know, I didn't know a lot of that, which made me feel like, oh, damn, that is great. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it was a more well, it was a more well-rounded story about people and as opposed to here's a bunch of things that these people have and you know we gonna flex and i know half of you niggas don't know what we're talking about and then half you others you know y'all know what it is if you know you know and that's how yeah that's how that magazine has always felt that's how a lot of them felt but right. and then you have to 
connect dots. Like, okay, I like that. And I like that. Oh, that person is kind of dope. And then you start, like you say, curating your taste and building it in spite of, you know what I'm saying, the way that it, you feel like you're written out of it. And then you like, okay, bing, bing, bing. And if I put it together like this, ah, that's dope. So um, it's, it's kind of like that on a grander scale when you were talking about how do you put together your vision? You know what I mean? Does it always have to be going outside of your culture to you have to everything that you aspire to be? You're looking at other people or other other ways of life. How do you build your own vision within your shit, taking little pieces of their shit, but also getting pieces of your shit that you're seeing that you may have never heard of? You know what I mean? It's like I'm just my last example before I go on. Now. In Atlanta, you know, it's a corner that I would hit because when you come out of this particular Chick-fil-A, you could either cross over traffic and it take a long time or you could cut through the neighborhood. And there's a sign that the, when you leave in the Chick-fil-A that say no right turn, like we don't want you motherfuckers cutting through the neighborhood. But I'm like, man, fuck that. What's going to stop me from making this right turn? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just a residential street. It's not like I'm going on coming traffic or something. So you bust this particular right, hit this corner. And then, you know, it's like regular house, traditional house, traditional house. Then this big ass modern house, like super modern. Like, damn, where the fuck that come from? Why would they build that shit right there? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, it always perplexed me why they put that particular house right there. And then... I was reading one of these fucking magazines and then I I found out that it was this guy in Atlanta, a black guy named Jordash Avery that was designing most of these modern homes that were being built in Atlanta. So I was like, I wonder if he built that house. Search it up. Sure enough, that was a Jordash Avery house. Now I wasn't so mad because, you know what I'm saying, it's not only it's a black dude, it's a black dude from, from Florida that went to fan you. I'm like, ah, oh, mm. shit. Now I'm connected to it. Now I feel like, shit, I don't give a fuck if that shit stand out like a motherfucker. It should stand out. You know what I'm saying? Because now I feel like I'm a part of it. And that's what I'm saying across the board when we see ourselves in different things other than just the same things that they show us, it makes a big difference. And I'm done. Right. I hear that. Nah, that's what's up. I hear that shit. I hear that. There's a lot. Nah, that, that was it. That was it took it. a long time to get there, but that's nah, what I was trying it. to say. Nah, you got there though. You got there. You like to walk. You got there, man. Shit. I'm like, what the you know, what, what the lot. fuck is this nigga getting to? Nah, nah. I was listening to the whole shit. There's a lot to even, you know, um, you know, in response to some of that shit. One, Lola Oganaki's a hell of a writer. That's mm-hmm. just off of rap. Uh, you know, so salute to her. But to your point about black people on covers, I be bugging out. What's funny to me, and I look at it as progress, is when it's like black people on covers that I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like back in the days, you knew every black person that was on. <laughs> just like back in the days, you knew every rapper. You mm-hmm. knew every rapper. It was like 11 of them. You knew all of them. Oh, that's MC such and such. Now it's a new rapper you ain't even know, and they dead already. But um, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, but like when you see people, you see the black person you don't know on the cover, you're like, oh shit, who this? Who this? You know what I mean? But on a related note, 
on some regular black people shit that is fucking hilarious. Yo, and I'm late to it. And I've been seeing, I might even start an episode once, but I never like jumped all the way in. But I started watching Southside. That used to be on Comedy Central, but now it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Chicago, um, it's created by um, Bashir. I don't know how you say his last name. Saladun, you know, and Diallo Riddle. You remember mm-hmm. um, Felicia? People's Felicia's first put us people, on to yeah. Felicia. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, they, you know, they wrote this shit, created this shit. It's a couple of comics that I know that write on it. Dog, when I tell you that shit is one of the funniest. Blackest shows out right now. Like, that shit is dumb funny. But, like, regular ass shit. Like, regular ass shit. But it's, like, so many fucking jokes. It reminds me of, like, a... Just as far as jokes go, density. It reminds me of, like, a Black 30 Rock. Where Mm. it's, like mad jokes like want lines that are just go over your head or just just out of nowhere for no reason just to be funny jokes on top of jokes then it's like sight gag shit but like it's rooted just on some regular black shit you know what i'm saying that shit is like i'm in the crib i watched the whole first season in like 30 minutes uh episode or whatever i watched the first whole first season i'm starting the second season I was in the crib, like, straight up laughing out loud, like, <laughs> LOL, IRL type shit. Like, yo, that shit funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rewinding it type shit. Like, that shit is super funny. Uh, if you got HBO Max, check out Southside. That shit funny as hell. At least I think so. I need to start saying that shit because I sent somebody to go get something to eat, and they hit me back, and they was like, yo, D, I wasn't feeling it. I thought our tongues were aligned, which sounded crazy. <laughs> but Damn, um, balls. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> balls. <laughs> I was like, all right. But, you know what I mean? I know how it is to get a food record, any type of recommendation, and you go with the confidence of that recommendation, and that shit falls short. You kind of disappointed. So look, man. I don't really want to take no super responsibility for the shit. I liked it. I appreciated it. But I think this Southside shit is mad funny. Shout out to my man Will Miles, one of the writers on there, funny comedian from Chicago. It's mad, like, mad motherfuckers on it. But it's just, that shit is super funny. Yeah, fuck with that shit. I I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's that. That's what's up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's uh, what, I guess that's our job. Just keep spreading it out, letting people yeah, know where the different shit at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where the different shit at? So that's what, that's you know what, what we saying? do. That's what we Take, do. Motherfuckers ain't know about Jordash Avery. You nah, know what I mean? I'm about to Google him after this. Nah, Look no at doubt. that. That's no doubt. Yeah. I didn't know about him either till I knew about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, people did know about him. Yeah, I, I mean, there are people. Jordash. I mean, he's like one of the he he right. premier modern home designers in Atlanta. But right, you know right. what I'm saying? I, I didn't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. That's what I bet. I ain't want to say people did because that sounds fucked up. Now, right. He obviously popping. Right. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. If you didn't know, now you know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just adding, taking, it's like taking that walk and then bringing back the information to your peoples. Like, yo, over yeah. there on that block, yeah, they over there doing it like this, da, da, da. Oh, nah, my yeah. man got one of them. You know? Right. That's what it's always been. That's what it's always been. Like, in my life, that's what I used to joke about that. But, like, that, you know, when you expose to anything, 
you want to go back and tell your people. Yo, I don't know if you know about this, but if you make that right when you ain't supposed to make that right, look on your left, you're going to see this crazy-ass house. and You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that shit feel worldly. You know what I mean? And and you you described it just right, because that shit is on the left. When you make that right, you ain't supposed to make. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Tapped in. Tapped in. Did it. We did it. Uh... What you think? You want to talk about? Have you been watching Power? Have you been watching it? You want to do a quick Power Insecure situation? I know we we've been in here for a bit, but uh, how I you feel? I haven't checked Power. I'm I'm gonna start Power tonight. Uh, actually, all right. Well, you want to talk about Insecure real fast? Or yeah, we can talk about feeling? Insecure real fast. Uh, all right, bet, bet, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they doing the job that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Putting the mundane right. on the screen. You know right. what I'm saying? Yo. That opening was the funniest shit. I rewound that shit where um that little scene where he's holding the baby and right. then hit the meme shit. Right. First of all, I think she kind of uh, foreshadowed it on Twitter because Kerry Washington directed maybe not that last episode. The one before. Maybe that last. Yeah, she or directed one the before. emotional one, I think. One of them emotional ones. Did might have been the one, one I the think fight? might have been one with with um Lawrence and and uh and Condola. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That that well anyway, there was a I think either Kerry Washington or or they might have both reposted it. But somebody did like a little TikTok where it was like directed on a black show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just mad funny, but then they made like the and then what you gonna do is you gonna do the meme where you throw the baby. Mm-hmm. So they did that like a couple weeks ago. But so when I saw this shit, I was like, oh, wow. Maybe that person that did that TikTok might even work in the writer's room or some shit like that and kind of, you know, some early Easter egg shit. But, man, mm-hmm. when I saw that shit and then she kicked Condola in the chest, fuck you too. <laughs> Nigga, that shit was crazy. That shit was hilarious. Oh, man, because the shit came out of nowhere. And then just her form... <laughs> that shit was I rewound yeah. that shit literally at least four times. Yeah, the flick of the wrist and was on point. <laughs> that shit was that shit was awesome. Kobe, you know what right. I mean? But uh What you call yeah. him directed this episode? The girl Natasha who played, Rothwell. Yeah, who played Kelly. Yeah, yeah this was her yeah. episode. I think everybody, I think yeah. this is the the resume season. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. getting their chops yeah. on doing what they do. Everybody getting mm-hmm. their serious scenes. Everybody getting their moments, you know, of of stretch out. So right, get that LinkedIn padded, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, but it, you know it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what my favorite, oh, my favorite shit. part of the show uh, it was that um, what's her name, Molly, connecting yeah. with the dude at her job. Yeah. Like, that's probably the most perfect fit of all of the relationships on that show ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like that's the like it feel like that's the type of motherfucker that she need to be with that could understand her and understand her whole way of moving. I I thought that right. was pretty dope how they brought that around from them beefing whatever season that was. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that was last season or the season before where she went to the yeah. law firm. So that was a long range play. I, I, I was like, okay, 
They they pulled. Yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah, they yeah, that was cool. That, that was cool. They both very uptight and serious. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, but they both know what the other does, so there's that respect. Right. But yeah, and that's the, a good point. They would. When, they, and when she twerking yeah. on, when, she, when you see her twerking on that shit, that, nigga, that shit ain't leave his mind. You know what I'm saying? He knows she's serious yeah. and, you know what I mean? <laughs> he like, hey, they might have been beefing before, but he like, you know what? Oh, shit. I'm going to let her take my Rolex to the room then. Right. Your, grand, your grandfather's Rolex <laughs> you know at that. Like, that's an heirloom. I ain't even think yeah. about that shit all night. He, he was disappointed Ooh. when she forgot. He's <laughs> like, right. Oh, you ain't damn. remember? You ain't remember? Damn. Damn. That was a blackout, huh? <laughs> shit. Oh. I synced it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that was. That was that was a good shit. I, I'm trying to remember what else happened in this show. Uh, I feel like Nate about to get phased out. Oh, Nate, you know Nate I mean? was some bullshit yeah. to begin with, man. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of Nate tolerance in the nah. world. I'm seeing a lot of people are kind of like they kind of done with it. Yeah, yeah, man, he you, get phased out. Yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't play that shit over and over and over, my nigga. Like, come on, yeah. man. So at some point, you got to grow on up. You and your feelings because the nigga, you know what I'm saying, checked you and put you, you ain't do shit about it. Don't bring that shit home, nigga. You should have said all that shit right. at the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Talking about, I don't think L.A. for me. Ah, because the nigga, yeah. <laughs> checked you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I kind of almost wanted Nate, even since he about to get phased out. It's like a, you know, it's like a dead man walking. I kind of wanted him to at least snuff that cat that checked him in the barbershop that really, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was his moment to really do something, and he didn't do nothing. So it's kind of like, ah, there's, nothing, there's no redeeming quality. Like, you're not going to be missed yeah. on a certain level, but hey, I, man. I thought he was going to really go into his crazy bag, you know what I'm saying, and click. I thought, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. to go get right. him from jail or some shit. That was the trigger, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what he mean? caught him on his whole shit. Yeah, that was that was that was right there. That was supposed to tap his jaw. Yeah, um, supposed, you know what I'm saying? Black out. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Be the crazy you called for. Right. This is what you asked for. <laughs> nigga, you, yeah, right. Oh, nigga, you dialed up crazy. Okay. Right. Hello. Yeah, don't call Ken. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was what was supposed to happen. You miss you sucking declined the call. Hmm. That was whack. Uh I'll be honest with you, man. The whole uh Crenshaw being upset and he, you know, like I'm not feeling that 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 storyline. I just feel like it could have maybe up front there could have been a little bit more uh shown with Crent. Like you see that he's definitely I mean I get it. I guess he's like a an artist and he's very eccentric and he's very locked in and you know what I mean? He don't really yield to anybody's control or suggestions and shit like that. But I felt like in that episode, it was resolved. He still got to do all of the shit that he wanted to do. The client was happy. Issa Ray, you know, Issa D got it off. You know, it should have died there. Like, I didn't feel like there was enough for this right. little lingering beef to still be, for him to be out there in the streets kind of, you know... You know, shitting on their name like that, and then when he when she comes back to him, 
he don't really got nothing more to kind of offer to where you be like, oh, I, I didn't even consider that. It's still, we going back to, like, I don't really got no, I, I ain't got no sympathy or empathy with his 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 little plight. I think it's, you know, it's kind of whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? Mean, but, I don't think they gave it enough. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't I don't think in the right. original disc that they gave him enough to be mad right. about. But you know, right. shit like that be happening. That's one of those the the you know, deep dive into deep industry dives, you know what I mean? Where yeah. like that whole little block party storyline went had a lot of little deep deep dive industry stuff like her going to the dude from Live Nation instead of Molly like like you know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing people really be mad about but industry wise you can see how that could get kind of convoluted um i get that yeah like yeah. the crenshaw type of situation to me you know what i'm saying i didn't see why he was even mad to begin with so that shit happens all the time motherfucker say don't do some shit and artists go ahead and do it you know what I'm saying? like right you know what i mean shit <laughs> we had a show one time and an artist you know, came out there, not only did all the shit that we said not to do, he poured that down Hennessy on top of his label owner's head. Well, label president's head. You know what I'm saying? On the low, not like he made it, he didn't make it look like he just did it on purpose, but he did it, and I know he did it on purpose. But, mm. you know what I'm saying? That shit happens all, right. he wasn't mad at nobody. He knew what the fuck he came to do. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, man, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I guess I, yeah, and I can appreciate that because it is something that happens that there's a reference for it, but I just felt like story-wise, there could have been a little bit, It could. it's a little too subtle to be going back this many times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. You know, Molly's moms came back. You know, that's that's good. That's a bright spot. Uh, you know, uh, that was. I mean, I can't. I'm trying to recall. You know, it wasn't. I don't think there was much. There wasn't no Lawrence stories. There wasn't <laughs> any Kelly stories. There wasn't any Tiffany stories. It was really just Molly, Issa, Nate, Crenshaw. You know that I'm that I. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, it's interesting. It's a lot of alternates mm -hmm. in this season. A lot of alternates. You know, <laughs> you know. But uh, hey, man, it is what it is. I'm still gonna rock out. You know what I'm saying? And and, and kick it through. But my favorite part was that beginning. <laughs> my mm -hmm. favorite part was that beginning. Fuck them kids. That shit was hilarious, man. That shit was funny as shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, maybe next week. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm on. I'm gonna start power tonight. Actually, start power. But I was gonna say, um, have you been watching Succession? Mm mm. That shit too long uh, for what I got going on in my life. Uh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs> you know Every time yeah, I sit, yeah. you know, cause I start. I watched like the first three episodes, uh -huh. and then when I sat down to watch the next one. And that yeah. shit was still on that same shit. I'm like, man, that's a whole hour of this shit again. God, yeah. Did it it's change gotten up? better these yeah. last two. Okay. These last two episodes, they gotten better. This last episode might have been the best episode of the season. All right, well, how, how many hilarious. out right now? How many out right now? 
I don't know, same amount as Insecure, maybe with six. Oh, okay, like then that. I could catch something, up. I could yeah, catch yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I'll fuck with it. I could fuck with it by next week. Okay, all right, bet. We see about it. But, uh, shit. Until next week, why don't we just tell a friend to tell a friend? And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Jesus.